This is Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood, here to ask for your help. We're facing a $110,000 gap as we end our fiscal year, and if you pitch in, I know we can close it. Details are on our website, LOE.org, or call us at 617-629-3638. Thank you. This week, we have another installment of the Living on Earth Orion Magazine occasional series, The Place Where You Live. Home, home on the range. As the song says, it's where the deer and the antelope play. And while most of us don't live on the prairie, it holds a special place in the hearts and minds of Americans. My name is Linda Hazelstrom, and I'm from Hermosa, South Dakota. Home to me is the prairie. I've lived a number of other places, and I'm really grateful for having lived in town because it gave me a better perspective on what I value and on why people in town don't necessarily understand why the prairie is worthwhile. But the prairie is home to me because of the wildlife, because there's always something new to see. There's always a sunrise. There's always a sunset. There's always weather. There's always animals doing things that give me hope, particularly if I'm fool enough to read the newspaper headlines. Antelope. On a late afternoon, we sit on the deck looking over one of our ranch pastures. With a flash of white, a pronghorn doe unfolds from the grass and stands, her creamy belly contrasting her black chest chevrons. Then an antelope calf leaps up, another, a third. One begins to nurse, while two hurtle around the hill, butting, kicking, Their legs are so long beneath their tiny bodies, they look like daddy long legs. Eventually, all three nurse the doe, jostling. As dusk falls, the doe and her babies slowly fade from sight. We know the calves lie hidden under grass clumps. Only after a mild winter will a pronghorn doe have three calves, a reminder that everything I've observed in 60 years of living on this short grass prairie is a tiny fragment of all there is to see and know. How can I explain my love of the prairie? How can I pass my knowledge on? This love arises from the taut line of a running antelope's back, from the lush promise of the red-top grass that sustains her. She perpetuates the prairie by living here. So do I. A few days later... A hailstorm with icy stones as large as hen's eggs pounds the garden and hayfields into coleslaw. Two flocks of ducklings on the pond below the house vanish completely. At dusk on the hillside, we see one antelope doe, one calf. Did the others die in the storm? We never see them again. Author Linda Hazelstrom lives in Hermosa, South Dakota. She writes about ranching and the environment and hosts writing retreats. Tell us about the place where you live. To find out about the Living on Earth, Orion Magazine series, and how to post your essay, go to our website, 
LOE.org. Be sure to check out our website for a new feature we call Living on Earth Now with regular updates and new stories. We've just posted the tale of the 18th century observers who trekked to the four corners of the world to watch Venus pass between the sun and the earth. One intrepid French astronomer who went to India was particularly unlucky. The night before the 1769 transit, beautiful sky. The morning, the entire sky was covered with clouds, and he missed it again. There's another rare transit of Venus on June 5th. Hear all about it at LOE.org. Coming up, remembering an overlooked environmental leader of a century ago. Stay tuned to Living on Earth. Support for Living on Earth comes from the Grantham Foundation for the Protection of the Environment supporting strategic communications and collaboration in solving the world's most pressing environmental problems. The Gordon and Betty Moore Foundation and Gilman Ordway for coverage of conservation and environmental change. This is Living on Earth on PRI, Public Radio International.